What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the cafe. Am I too loud for the cafe? I'm sorry if I'm too loud because I'm so excited to be back behind the mic. I am your musical barista, Rod the Magnificent, back with another episode of Coffee and Beats. Very excited to do this one because this episode is an album taste tester. Yes, I do these taste tester episodes because life be life y'all and so what i want to do with this particular episode is put out a few at well more than a few a lot of albums to bring to your attention to either check out give it a chance or pass on but before i do that you know what to do hit the subscribe button hit the like button hit the follow button on instagram Twitch. All of my links are down below. Click those links and follow me on all of those platforms. Share this with your loved ones because I'm sure they will all love to hear this. And it's very important to like the video because it helps with the algorithm and comment on some of these albums too. Down below, not DM me. Don't DM me. Down below, tell the whole world about how you feel about these albums, not me personally. You know, then it makes for a more collective balance of opinion. So that's all I got to say for this one. I got a coffee recommendation, actually a creamer. Yes, Coffee Mate has came out with this brownie butter chocolate chip. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. And this is good. This is good. It is fall season, right? It's fall. That means coffee is in full effect. Tea is in full effect. Pumpkin spice is in full effect. And so, again, I appreciate all of you <laughs> listening to some of these recommendations of the coffee creamers. Check this one out by Coffee Mate. It's really, really good. I think you will enjoy it. You came here to get some album recommendations. So here we go. And we're going to start off with Jamila Woods with her third studio project. The Chicago-based singer Poet drops a new album called Water Made Us. And this is a very good record. It consists of 17 songs rounding off at about 45 minutes. If you are into that good old fashioned neo soul music, uh, Jamila comes through big time with really good topics. Very good production on this one. Very light, very, very elegant. And also, uh, she touches on a lot of more personal topics as her previous album, Legacy Legacy, she touched on more political topics. It was around that really tense time in America where she was voicing on her opinions on a lot of social injustice. Well, this one is a more sit down, grab some tea, grab some coffee and come get to know me as Jamila Woods. And it's a very good album. I give this one an eight out of 10. And also I'd be remiss to say this. If I got all of the songs that I recommend that you listen to off this album down in the description box below, so I'm not going to mention a lot of songs on this episode, but just uh, look down below and you'll see all the song recommendations that I, that I have for each album. Up next, we got Sampha with Lehei or Lei or Leia or whatever the case may be. Sorry if I'm saying it wrong, but this is his second studio album from the singer songwriter. And 
Uh, this is a album that consists of 14 songs clocking in at around 41 minutes. And if you love those James Blake old school vibes, this one is very comparable. I really like the production on here. Sampa's vocals is amazing. I like some of the transitions where he's slowly building up to a story and then all of a sudden he hits you with that explosion towards the end of many of these tracks here. I think this one is worth the listen. Check it out. Give it a chance. Give it a chance. Open your mind. Sampa is so underrated. He's been around for quite a while. So if you're not familiar with his music, check out his first album and also check out this one. You don't have that much catching up to do. So catch him while he's hot. Up next, we got Bombay Bicycle Club, My Big Day. And this is the sixth studio album from the indie rock band and consists of 11 songs clocking in around 43 minutes and a lot of boom bap on here. I was a little surprised. This album kind of went the more boom bap hip hop type of route which i was kind of digging some of the vocals leave a lot to desire on this one uh bombay's been around for a long time i've been a fan of their music for quite some time and they can be a little bit inconsistent but this project they got me back i think they've played their hands a little bit better on this one as far as production wise even got a shaka khan appearance on this album now that song that, that shaka khan appears on leaves a lot to desire but hey it, it's worth checking out this is a very good indie record by bombay uh, bicycle club they won me back with this one i was kind of off the bandwagon after a few of their uh, previous albums but this one got me back my only gripe about this album is that this has to be the worst album cover of the year this album cover is trash. I don't know what made them think that having a guy putting two sunny side up eggs on top of his eyes and cheesing. I, I, I guess it was his big day. I don't know. I guess the eyes, I guess the eggs were supposed to replace the eyes, but come on, Bombay. Oh my goodness. I was very close not listening to this album just because of the album cover, but because I'm a big fan of them, I gave it a shot and it was worth the listen. So I really like this one. Seven out of 10 for me. Up next, by popular demand, by popular demand, I was requested by avid listeners of the show. Shout out to You Brother Sisters Network. Gave me this recommendation. Mind Design, MDSGN, if you want to type in his name in whatever search box that you stream your music on he comes off with his third installment of the snacks series uh, here he links up with close friends lion milk to collaborate and put together a very very good polished well-balanced album mostly instrumental mostly instrumental but a lot of good soul samples on here a lot of great loops now my only gripe about the album is i feel like some of the songs could have been longer i felt myself looping a lot of these songs over and over again because they just so these samples on here are just so good i mean my design to me is one of the most underrated producers in music right now if you are into Cats like Flying Lotus, DiBiase, or Da Kim. I think you will really enjoy this project. And get into the Snack series. I mean, this is three for three. All of the volumes 
to this series have been fire and man my design has done it again this is definitely one of the year's best albums in my opinion definitely is gonna land in my top 25 at the end of the year nine out of ten for me keep up the good work my design up next in our taste tester we got georgia smith falling or flying and this is the second studio album by the british singer and this marks her first full-length album in five years why did it take so long for us to get a georgia smith album now she did drop a ep not too long ago and i like the ep i thought the ep was really good i reviewed it on this channel but here we have the second album second release which has 16 songs for us clocking in at around 43 minutes and boy oh boy oh boy was this album all over the place it, it was very upbeat in some pockets then she calmed it down in other pockets but it was not a lot of cohesiveness kudos to georgia smith for showing her versatility in this album i really thought she took a lot of chances on this record and she kind of tapped into some very uncomfortable territory for herself there are a few afro beat tracks on the album but uh, songs like try me and little things really good songs but other than that i give this one a seven out of ten if this if this album was a little bit shorter a little bit more condensed probably would have got a higher rating but georgia smith always delivers and is always on time appreciate her putting out a project please don't let us wait much longer for another georgia smith project i really uh, think she's one of the most talented and underrated artists in the r&b world up next we got say she she with their second album silver this second album is so electrifying it's so big it is a it captures you the minute this album comes on the disco infused production throughout this album some of the projects go into a lot of different instrumental palettes and their singing is on point everyone flows very beautifully paya sabrina naya kills it and i mean i must say i have listened to this album all the way through so many times and the more i listen to this album the more i love it one of the most underrated groups out right now they deserve way more attention than that they are getting but i'm telling you you guys heard it here first this group is coming and i'm i'm gonna say it if you haven't checked them out in concert do yourself a favor if they are in your city get their tickets now they put on an excellent show why because <laughs> i was there i was there they came to my hometown of chicago to rock the crowd in chicago the fans love it the energy was amazing here's just one little highlight that i'm showing here me rocking with them as they go into the crowd and dance with the crowd but other than that yay do yourself a favor go check out say she she if you haven't done so already and and if you're not familiar with this group go backtrack and listen to their first album prism which is also a very good album there is a different tone in comparison to this album but this one this project is really good i look forward to hearing more from say she she up next we got alan palomo with his first solo project world of hassle now technically this is not 
his first solo project. I mean, he's actually going by his government name on this album, but if you're not familiar with who I'm talking about, he's formerly known as Neon Indian. Now, if you were into the chill wave stuff of the early 2010s, you are definitely familiar with Neon Indian. We see Alan kind of breaking out of that. Well, not kind of, but really breaking out of that uh, with a very good 13 track, 48 minute album of Miami Vice-like vibes. I mean, this is definitely one of those early 80s synth pop records that will have you addicted the minute you uh, pop this album in. It really separates him from his neon Indian days. And if you're going into this thing, expecting this to sound like an old neon Indian project, you're gonna be sadly mistaken. This album is very good. Got a feature on here from Mac DeMarco. That's pretty good. But other than that, I really enjoyed this project. 8.5 out of 10 for me. One of the biggest surprises of the year. Didn't even know that he was going by his uh, original uh, government name and still putting out good music. So. Please check him out if you're a Neon Indian fan of the 20 teens. Here he is by his normal name. Up next, we got Kiefer with another instrumental project. It's called It's Okay, Be You. And I am honored to do a little mini review of this album. He kind of didn't go down that real mellow library instrumental range. He kind of picked up the pace here with this one. A lot of a lot more upbeat tracks to go along with his beautiful and elegant piano playing. I think this is a very good instrumental album that I will recommend to all, especially if you want something to bump in the background while you got people over. A lot of his older projects were like in the too chill category. This one is a step above too chill. All right. So check this one out. I think you will enjoy it. Up next, we got Slauson Malone with his debut album. This is the first album basically breaking away from his Brooklyn-based band collective, standing on the corner. Here he is with his debut project. And again, in my previous episode, if you watch my previous episode all the way through, I did recommend him as an artist to watch. Now, although I do still agree, I think he is very, very talented. He's laid down production for many artists such as Earl Sweatshirt, such as Solange, but here we see him kind of tapping into the lo-fi slash noise rock tone here with this particular album. And I must say, the thing that killed it for me with this project is the amount of interludes throughout the project. There were some ideas. There were a lot of ideas that he was playing around with on this thing. A lot of times they end up in a bunch of muffle and I just couldn't really get into this project if you like to challenge your ears which i always like to challenge my ears i have to listen to these albums just for you guys like i really tried to open my mind i've listened to it a few times and it just doesn't hit me there's just not a lot of things that hit me about this album there are some songs that i do enjoy and uh, but other than that i did walk away kind of disappointed with this album so if i said that this is the artist to watch he might still be but in my opinion, I'm going to stop watching. I'm sorry out of 10 for me. Hopefully his next project is a lot better. It's getting critical praise from a lot of different music critics. But for me, 
just didn't hit my musical palette. Up next, we got an EP from Terrace Martin and Alex Isley. I left my heart in Ladera, and I really enjoyed this project. I don't rate EPs, but I do give this one an excellent out of 10. Good collaboration by these two. A great feature appearance from Robert Glasper. And again, Alex Isley never disappoints. Now there are some songs where the choruses can kind of get a little irritating. But other than that, I do like this project. Alex Isley really blew it away with that Paradise remake. Oh my goodness. Come on, more Sade covers. Please. Last but not least, we got Cleo Soul with her second album in two weeks. Gold. Now, I did review her previous project, Heaven, on my previous episode, and I will be remiss if I did not mention this project as well. Nine out of 10 for me. I know there are some people that have their thoughts about Cleo Soul and the albums that she's coming out with now, not as good as her first. To each is on. I think she's improving vocally, number one. Uh, she's singing with more passion, number two. The production is more elegant. I felt like with her previous projects, it's always so dark and so, and, and, and she really didn't challenge herself vocally. She stayed in one monotone voice for for me now she's really projecting that voice she's really challenging herself vocally on both albums and i really thought that gold really hit that spot in regards to how she delivered each track two very enjoyable projects in one year i mean come on cleo what else is next but anyway appreciate the two albums in two weeks and we look forward to hearing more from you soon and that will do it for this edition of coffee and beats i am your musical barista rock the magnificent we reached 100 subscribers i want to thank everyone for who have subscribed to the youtube page for getting us to 100 looking forward to trying to get to 200 right trying to get to 200 but we got more episodes on the way also there's a mixtape alert i am going to be coming out with a new mixtape writers unblock volume three is dropping soon so i'm working on that for you guys but until then when it comes to music when it comes to coffee stay grounded for life i will see you guys on the next episode peace